Andrew's Daily Five. Five. I'm Andrew. And I'm Aaron. And we love the guitar. Join us as we count down the greatest guitarists of all time. Let's rock and roll. Okay, welcome to the final episode of this Guitar Heroes epic series with my brother Aaron. 20 episodes in, you are about to hear the greatest guitarists of all time. Are you ready for this, Aaron? This is the final countdown. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I'm excited, man. I'm revved up. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. Well, this is going to be some great ones. So, uh, real quick, why don't you give us a quick spiel on your intro song? that you chose for us today oh sure yeah so when i compiled my list of guitarists i didn't include any country artists which is probably to your shock and awe because you know how much i love country music (laughs) and there are a lot of really great country music guitarists uh even some of the modern day ones brad paisley for one um there's a couple other really good ones but roy clark he is the og best guitarist in country music and when you listen to that intro song, I don't understand how you can't agree with me because that was amazing. That was pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, the guy can play. So uh, that I'm glad that he got on here just to remind us that uh, country musicians are also fantastic musicians. Yes. Okay, well, we are on to your number two. Now, this you've got some explaining to do. Why did you pick him over Eric Clapton? Because you had... <laughs> You had Eric Clapton ranked number two, and instead you went with this one. So who is it and why? Well, if you know my personality enough, you know that I like symmetry. You know that I like things to match and go together. (laughs) (laughs) I picked this one because it matches with my number one. (laughs) And you'll understand. Uh, I'll go ahead and spill the beans. You're funny. My top two on this list, Jimmy Page is number two who we're about to listen to. And my number one is Jimi Hendrix. So I wanted both the Jimmies. You got the Jimmies. I want the Jimmy thing. <laughs> and I got them. <laughs> but yeah, I probably should have picked Eric Clapton. Oh, Jimmy Page is so, so good. I had him. So, I had Jimmy Page as my number six. So he was way up on my list yeah. as well. So uh, just a great pick. Yes, he, he is great. And after listening to his solos, I, I feel firm that he could sit at number two on my list. I'm happy with it. Cool. Plus it makes my... Uh, Symmetry, idiosyncrasies, happy too. Yep, so, that's all good. So, uh, Jimmy Page, let's learn a little bit about him. He was born in 1944 in London, and he came across his first guitar when his family moved to a new home when he was eight, and a Spanish guitar was left behind. He took a few lessons, but was mostly self-taught. He was a session musician until the late 1960s, when he joined the Yardbirds and joined Jeff Beck. And he was also on this list. Yep. When Jeff Beck left, they reworked the band and renamed it Led Zeppelin. It remained intact until 1980 and became one of the most successful and influential bands with each of their nine studio albums reaching the top ten and six of them reaching the number one spot on the Billboard chart. Wow. Which is unprecedented. Not many artists can say all of their albums rank that high. Probably only the Beatles. (laughs) 
Yeah, you're right. I bet they are. I don't know their stats, but you do. <laughs> um, after Led Zeppelin broke up, he had various side projects and guest appearances, none so prolific as Led Zeppelin. I wish we could hear more from uh, Jimmy, but he just, I think he just was kind of done and wanted to just not be as busy. So, yep. On the three main rankings of the guitarists that I looked at, he ranks second, third, and fourth. So wow. I'm okay yep. with him being my second. Yep. So, yeah, I got six songs for you today. Uh, as you may notice, we're doing six songs now per artist, uh, as these are the top two guitar uh, soloists of all time. So first one up is one that I love, and it is Black Dog. Yes. All right. Good. That's a great pick. Yes, indeed. Okay, so next up is Smile On Me. I wasn't as familiar with this song, but I do love it. And this is from the Yardbirds 1967, Smile On Me. Oh, thank you for adding that. This is the Yardbirds edition, not the Led Zeppelin edition. (laughs) Correct. Okay, all right. I love that. Yes. Fantastic. So back to Led Zeppelin, we got Heartbreaker. Thank you. 
I love that one. What a great solo so, there. So amazing. Okay. This next one up is, I think you're in my favorite song of theirs. Is that correct? And it is Since I've Been Loving You. Yes, yes. This is my favorite solo. Uh, he just he just is so good on this one. So, yeah, I'm so glad you picked this one. I was hoping you would. Okay, yes. So this, la- uh, not last one, second to last, is Achilles' Last Stand. Should be an apostrophe. Why didn't they put an apostrophe? <laughs> <laughs> And his final song for this list is one that probably everyone's expecting, but it has to be on this list, and it is Stairway to Heaven. Oh, yeah, definitely. It has to be. Okay, here it is.
Okay, there's the intro, and then here's the big solo. Okay, yes, that is a fantastic solo, definitely one of the greatest, and just a fantastic pick. Jimmy Page at number two, I respect it. Thank you. And uh, I love it. Thank you. Yeah. So, as I already broke the beans on this one, but it's Jimi Hendrix, best guitarist of all time. On my list, he was number one. On your list, he was number two. (laughs) So, we have yet to hear who your number one is. I hope you're all stayed in tune and excited to hear who the number one guitarist on this list is. But as for Jimmy, he's my number one, (laughs) and (laughs) he was born two years before Jimmy Page. I wish he was born the same year. That would make me even more happy. But 1942, (laughs) he was born Johnny Allen Hendricks in Seattle, Washington. His name was changed to James Marshall Hendricks to reflect family heritage. As a young boy, he taught himself music on a one-string ukulele, and at age 15, he received his first guitar and taught himself. He enlisted in the army and was discharged the following year for neglecting duties because all he wanted to do was play the guitar. I love that. Uh, That's funny. Yeah, his professional music career spanned sadly only four years, but he is noticed as the noted as the greatest instrumentalist in the history of rock music. He was the highest-paid performer at Woodstock and the Isle of Wight Festival in subsequent years. He pioneered the use of the instrument as an electronic sound source. Players before him had experimented with feedback and distortion, but Hendrix turned those effects and others into controlled, fluid vocabulary, every bit as personal as the blues with which he began. Cool. Unfortunately, he was one of the most iconic artists associated with drug use, and this led to an early death at, night, uh, at age 27 where he aspirated on his own vomit and died of asphyxia under the influence of barbiturates. So, sad little ending there, um, but, you know, his legacy lives on, and at least we can still hear that amazing guitar. So, what do you think of Jimmy? Well, I love Jimi Hendrix. He was easily my number two, um, and honestly, if and you'll get my number one in a minute, uh, and I'll explain why, but I think Jimi Hendrix is possibly the greatest guitarist of all time. I just had to go with my number one because he's my absolute favorite. And I think his skill is un, is also very, very good. But I think Jimi Hendrix is the most skilled guitarist that has ever played the instrument. Absolutely. Yes, absolutely. And he was left-handed from what I remember. I didn't put that in my notes, but I yep, believe that's he right. Was. Okay. So first up um, is one, I wasn't going to include a beginning, but I thought, hey, this might be a crowd that doesn't know this song and it needs to be played. So this is the Star Spangled banner live at Woodstock. Okay. Okay. 
That is so great. I love that. And it's a timely song. I know this is released after the 4th of July, but we're pretty close right. to it. And uh, it's just, you know, a great patriotic song with a little bit of flair. And it's just great. So yep. next up is one um, that I was not familiar with, but I was happy to find. And this is Dolly Dagger. Next up is a pretty cool one, Machine Gun. Oh, I love this one.
impressive. Yes. These last three, those were all studio, well, no, the last two were studio albums. These last three are live, which, you know, he really shines when he plays live. And, you know, granted, he <laughs> may be under the influence. I don't really care because I love to listen to it. <laughs> so <laughs> this one is Hear My Train a Coming. This, uh, That's great. Next yep. to last one up is my favorite of all his guitar solos. I didn't put it last, and I'll tell you why in a minute. But this one is about a six-minute clip. I apologize. Um, I think it's worth listening to all six minutes. So if you can stand it and take six minutes out of your day, get ready for this. This is Red House, live, and I can't remember where, but maybe Isle of Wight. 
Yep, that's right. The Isle of Wight. Oh, I love... This is one of my favorite Jimi Hendrix songs, Red House. It's just so good. So I can't wait to hear this version. I don't know this version. So <laughs> here it is, Red House. And it, it's actually five minutes. So uh, oh, here we go. There you go. I'm giving you a minute back. <laughs>
fantastic. I love that so much. Indeed. Okay, so his number one solo, as rated by so many websites and so many lists, is one uh, that you all probably expect to be here, and that is Voodoo Child. Excellent. Now, this is his live version at Woodstock. Voodoo Child, Slight Return, Jimi Hendrix. Here we go.
that's such a great pick. I love that. Yeah, that's I, a great one. I really debated on whether that one or the studio version, which also is you know fantastic, got one of the best intros uh, of any of his songs. But the solo, I just had to put in. Yep, that's a great pick. Okay, on to my number one. And this was your number four. So you had this guitarist very, very high on your list, but uh, but I had him a little higher, and I got to pick first because of what was it, darts, I think. Uh, and that is David Gilmore. And I just love David Gilmore. He's been basically my favorite guitarist ever since I could remember loving music at the age of you know 11 or 12 or 13. And I just have always had this connection with David Gilmore. And yeah, he may not be as technically incredible as Jimi Hendrix, but I think he is the, I think he's the greatest guitarist ever. Um, so I'm going to prove that to you with a couple clips. And, um, and that is, uh, that, those are coming up. But real quick, a little bit about him. He was born in 1946. So all three of these guitarists were born between 42 and 46. And then Clapton was born in 45. So we're talking about just some, just some amazing years there for, uh, for these guitars. He was born in Cambridge, England, and his parents encouraged him to pursue his interest in music. And in 1954, he bought his first single, which is Bill Haley's Rock Around the Clock. His enthusiasm was stirred the following year by Elvis Presley's Heartbreak Hotel, and later Bye Bye Love by the Everly Brothers piqued his interest in the guitar. He borrowed a guitar from a neighbor, but never gave it back. <laughs> Soon afterward, he begins to, uh, teaching himself to play using a book and record set by Pete Seeger. As a teenager studying at the Cambridgeshire College of Arts and Technology, he met Sid Barrett, and they spent their lunches practicing guitar together. A few years later, they met up again, and Gilmore was invited to, to join Pink Floyd. Gilmore credits guitarists such as Pete Seeger, Jeff Beck, Eric Clapton, and Jimi Hendrix as influences. Uh, Gilmore said, I copied. Don't be afraid to copy. And eventually something that I suppose I could call my own appeared. Gilmore's lead guitar style is characterized by blues-influenced phrasing, expressive note bends, and sustain. In 2006, Gilmore said, My fingers make a distinctive sound. They aren't very fast, but I think I am instantly recognizable. And then Pink Floyd technician Phil Taylor said, It really is just his fingers, his vibrato, his choice of notes, and how he sets his effect. In reality, no matter how well you duplicate the equipment, you will never be able to duplicate the personality. And so that's what I love about David Gilmore is just his ability to make the guitar just sing and make the guitar just its own just beauty in music so i've got six clips um some of these are familiar i had a lot of clips i really wished i could play so some of the ones that i really really wanted to play uh high hopes was really good uh dogs time money another brick in the wall uh echoes the live version at gdansk was amazing and then raise my rent those are some of the ones that i left off so if you want more the, the, you can listen to those but these are the ultimately the ones i chose again thank you to the uh the pink floyd subreddit they gave me a couple of these most of these i knew that i wanted uh the first one is have a cigar from 1975 from the wish you were here album and it's about a minute and a half and here is david gilmore
Okay, that's David Gilmore. Uh, next one, I'm going to play two different clips. So this is from Pigs, three different ones from 1971 from the Animals album. The first solo is when he's doing some wah-wah stuff, and then the second solo um, is just when he he just burns out of the song with just a, just a fire that is awesome. So here's the wah-wah part. Okay, and then here is the outro to the song, Pigs, Three Different Ones. Okay, next clip is Live in Gdansk from 2008, and it's an old song. It's from uh, their Adam Hart Mother album from 1971, I believe, but the song is Fat Old Son, and uh, this is a fantastic solo that he throws in at the end of this song. Uh, Here's Fat Old Son.
All right, and then this next clip is from Live in Pompeii from 2016, and this is the song Sorrow, which is from the Momentary Lapse of Reason album. And uh, wow, I mean, this one is phenomenal. So here is Sorrow. Uh, second to last clip from 2015. This is a solo album. Uh, Rattle That Lock is the album, and the song is called In Any Tongue. And gosh, this this solo is one of my, this is my second favorite solo. So that's why I put it right here. It didn't show up on any list anywhere, but I just have always loved this solo uh, the minute I heard it. So here is In Any Tongue from 2015.
Okay, and then last solo from 1979, Comfortably Numb from the Wall. This Most people say this is one of his greatest guitar solos. He's got two solos, actually, so I'm going to play them both. So here's the first solo from Comfortably Numb. And then he goes nuts at the end. Here it is, the second solo, Comfortably Numb from 1979. The last song on our countdown. Here again is David Gilmore, Comfortably Numb. What do you think, Aaron? All right. So, out of respect for our top guitarist, I held my applause to the end. <laughs> I wanted to chime in on everyone, but out of respect for you and your your top pick, I held it. So, wow. David Gilmore is fantastic, phenomenal, genius. I love him. All the all the words, you yeah. know, yeah. that would describe what a good guitarist is. Um, one thing about him that I like is... One Halloween, I dressed up as him and carried a guitar around. And absolutely <laughs> nobody knew who I was. <laughs> because he's not super recognizable, right? right I mean, he's, yeah. just, he's just a normal-looking guy. He doesn't have a certain outfit or anything. But I paid respect to him in Halloween. So him being our top guitarist, I applaud you. That was a great choice. Uh, well, this has been just so phenomenal. I've loved listening to these guitarists. Uh, so I can't wait to, uh, to for the listeners to hear this, and I can't wait to hear what you guys think. Again, you can go and vote on your favorite one. Today is going to be a really, really tough one. Um, and then we'll do some fun things with the results at the end. Before we finish, though, we've got a couple final updates for you. So we've been updating you every five episodes. I've got the final update on when everyone was born. So we had one from the 1910s, 
three from the 20s, two from the 30s. The 40s took it away. The, the top four guitarists were from the 40s. They had 19. So 19 of the 60 guitarists were born in the 40s. Wow. 13 from the 50s, 13 from the 60s, seven from the 70s, two from the 80s, and one lonesome guitar from the 90s. Wow, that's almost like a perfect bell curve right there. It sure is. <laughs> it almost is. That's cool. We just need to swap the 20s and 30s to make me happy. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's really cool. So here's a final location update. Gold medal, hands down, was America. 39 of our guitarists. That's almost, I mean, that's ridiculous. Yeah. So here's the breakdown in regions. I can't do math, you know that. 15 were from the south, where seven of them was from Texas. And, and Texas was leniently put in the south. I think it's still considered the south, but um, got 15 from there. Nine from New England, and seven of those were for, from New York okay. alone. I think almost all of them were mine. <laughs> That's right. Um, eight were from the Midwest. Uh, Ohio and Michigan tied with only two, so that was kind of scattered throughout the myth Midwest. And then the West had seven, okay. where um, five were from California. So kind of an interesting spread on the map. Um, as far as the other countries, we had 12 from England, so England did get the silver medal nice. with uh, more than 10. That's exciting. Um, Canada had two, Scotland had two, Ireland, Sweden, Australia, Mexico, Netherlands, all with one. Okay, cool. Um, we thought we'd do something a little a little interesting. Uh, who is dead? That's the update we're going to give you now. So how many of these guitarists have passed away? Eight of my 30 guitarists have died. Two were in their 20s. One of them was 27. Two were in their 30s. One in the 40s. Two in their 50s. And one in the 60s. Um, so eight of my 30. How many of yours have already passed away, Aaron? Seven of mine have died. The three kings have all passed. Um, I had one assassination. Okay. And three others of mine with one being in the 27th club, two in their 40s, two in the 60s, one in the 80s, and one in the 90s. So the 27 club is interesting. If you look it up, there's a conspiracy. So many great musicians have died at 27 years old. Yeah, so Hendrix and Robert Johnson. I think uh, Kurt Cobain is in that club. Uh, Janis Joplin. Kurt Cobain. Yep, you got it. You got them. Those There's are the a big ones. Others, yeah. But yeah. Okay, well, another quick one, uh, the self-taught update. So it's worth noting that a vast majority of these guitarists were self-taught with very little instruction. That's something that Aaron wanted to point out. So that's pretty cool. So if you want to become a prodigy too, pick up a guitar, get familiar with it. It's not too late to start. Who knows what you'll discover and create. We look forward to it. Love it. Love it. Well, real quick, I want to give you guys a quick programming announcement. So the 100 Greatest Songs of the 90s starts on Monday. So I hope you guys will stick with us for or stick with me for that. And Aaron and I are going to release shorter episodes on the next few Saturdays as we announce results from the voting of this epic Guitar Heroes series. So go get your votes in and we'll get you we're gonna get you some results. Yes, and try to vote on all 20 episodes if you can. I know it takes a little bit of time out of your day. I apologize, but it really makes this data accurate so we kind of don't just have Andrew and I voting. <laughs> and I think you got a lot, you got a couple others, faithful voters, but yes, I vote do. on all your stuff. I think it's so cool just to kind of see um, how everybody feels. Um, we did have a few fun things planned for these results shows. We're not going to do too much details because we want you to come back and listen, but we will revisit our worst picks that are on this list that maybe shouldn't have made it. And we will also re rank our top 20 guitarists now 
that we have spent hours and you know probably days listening to all 60 of these guitarists. Yeah, it's going to be cool. So you, you can look for those on Saturdays. Uh, we also are going to need some amazing guitar solos for the intro songs and the background music for these results shows. So if we have left anyone out, text us right now. Right now. <laughs> Let us know who we need to, who we need to play. So, uh, well, Aaron, this has been awesome. I have absolutely loved doing this list. It has been just phenomenal, and it's been so cool. We've played 210 guitar solos for you guys over these 20 episodes fantastic and thanks so much for having me i really enjoy coming on your show i think you do an amazing job with your show and i'm just honored that you would have me back so thanks again it has been a pleasure thank you sir we will see you guys uh next time oh and uh it's worth noting the outro here is from a second uh country guy this is glenn campbell one of the other country great guitars and this is a live version of MacArthur Park. All right, let's take a listen to Glenn Campbell and we'll see you guys later. Yeah.